Welcome to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, helping people who want to improve their health and change their mindset around food so they can live the life they were designed and called for. I am your host, Adrienne Delgado, and in this podcast, you will get practical nutrition and health tips for both you and your entire family. I am a registered dietitian. I'll give you step-by-step plans to reach your goals, easy tips to stay motivated, and my favorite recipes that I know you will enjoy too. Nutrition and health doesn't have to be boring or grueling. Let's enjoy the journey while we strive to reach the destination together. So grab your water bottle and notebook because it's time to get started. Welcome back to another episode. Um, Today, we're going to jump right in and talk about two challenges that I see a lot of clients have when it comes to their health journey. And so the first challenge is unrealistic expectations. And the second is short-term memory loss. So like I said, we're just going to jump right in and start talking about how these two impact your journey and impact your goals and how you can be successful. So the first thing we're going to talk about is unrealistic expectations. Now, I notice a lot of my clients struggle with this. They have this ideal um, in their mind as to what this journey is going to look like. And a lot of that has been formulated by the diet industry. Um, They think that they should be losing 10 pounds the first week because that is what all those crazy diets out there promise people. And so I noticed that I'll have a client that comes in and they're doing fabulous. They notice that they have more energy, that they they feel so much better. They don't feel sick anymore. Um, They're sleeping better. They're less stressed out around food all these positive things. And then they'll get on the scale and they lost a pound or maybe two pounds. And it is without fail that the person will drop their shoulders, put their head to the floor and just be like, "Ugh, it should be more. And so I always get confused because who told you it should be more? A lot of times we have this expectation in our head that we do all this work and we're going to lose five pounds or we're going to lose 10 pounds. And it doesn't work that way. And so in order for you to be successful, I need you to set yourself up for success by understanding how this works, how the whole weight loss thing works. Now, without getting into a lot of science, because there is more... um, parts to this. I'm going to just oversimplify it uh, for the sake of our conversation, but I realize that there are some contributing factors that also affect the bottom line. But for now, we're just going to go with broad broad ideas, broad um, components to this. So let's talk about how many calories are in a pound. So there is roughly 3,500 calories in one pound. Typically, if I am trying to work with a client for weight loss, what I will do is I will determine their caloric needs based on their height, their age, their weight, their sex, and activity level. And then what I will do is I will subtract out 500 calories 
from what their needs are, what I've estimated their needs to be. If you decrease your calories by 500 every day, 500 times 7 is roughly 3,500 calories, which should equal a pound. Now, if you have ever tried to decrease your calories by 500, you will know that that is no joke. Like It is hard to create a 500-calorie deficit every single day. But if you do, you, in essence, should lose about a pound per week. And so I need to make sure that you understand how hard this is because when you lose a pound, we celebrate. We get really, really excited because you worked hard for that pound. The problem is every single diet out there has told you that you can lose a ridiculous amount in a very short period of time because they're playing on your emotions. They know it's not realistic. They know it's not accessible. But they tell it to you anyway because they know you're desperate that you will believe anything at this point. But what it does is it sets you up for failure because if you think that anytime you make a couple changes to your diet, you should lose five or 10 pounds, you're going to always be frustrated with the process. And then you're going to hang your head and you're going to say, it's not working. It's not good enough. See how that works? So we need to make sure that you have a very realistic expectation of what is to happen. I always tell my clients, the calories I'm going to assign to you, if we're doing calorie counting, not everybody does calorie counting, but if we do calorie counting, it's very important you understand what the end goal is going to be. And it's going to be a pound. And we're going to celebrate each pound. We're not going to be frustrated that it's not more. We're going to go in knowing exactly what the expectation is so that we can meet it and we can be excited. And so again, when somebody loses a pound, I get really, really excited. I start, you know, celebrating, high-fiving, everything like that, because I know how hard it is to lose that one pound. I will never, ever say to a client, ugh, it should have been more. It, it doesn't need to be more. A pound a week is a perfectly safe amount of weight to lose each week. All right. So here's the deal. If you are constantly underwhelmed with your success, eventually you're going to feel unmotivated and you're going to quit. We cannot devalue the small successes. The small successes are the big things. They are what accumulate and add up over time. And so we never, ever devalue a small success or a small win because it's when we accumulate all of those small wins, that's where we get the big wins. That's where we see the progress. If you are constantly waiting for the big drop, the big win, you're going to be waiting a very long time. And more likely than not, you're going to get frustrated with the lack of excitement, <laughs> with the lack of, you know, large, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here, the, the big goal happening, the big loss, the big dramatic number change on the scale. If you are waiting for that to determine success, you're going to be waiting a very long time. 
And so the one thing I want to share with you today is make sure you are celebrating the little wins. Celebrating little wins is what keeps the momentum and keeps your motivation levels high. And for a lot of us, when it comes to weight loss, this is a long game. You know, for a lot of clients that are coming into my office, they don't have five pounds to lose. They have 20 pounds to lose or 50 pounds to lose or even 100 pounds to lose. In order for them to be successful and reach their goals, they're going to have to be consistent with their, their changes to their diet and their habits. If they are losing motivation because they're not seeing the big dramatic numbers each week, they're going to quit and then they're never going to reach their goals. So my question to you is, do you have realistic expectations when it comes to your health and weight loss journey? Are you setting yourself up for success by what you expect to happen? Or are you constantly frustrated that you're not seeing the big wins each week? And then it makes you want to give up. And then you have to wait till you get motivated again to start over. So that is the first, the first challenge that I see people have. Do not be that person, right? I do not let my clients ever, ever say, it's not enough. It should be more. I correct them. Oh, we have a long conversation if I hear clients using those words. The other thing that I wanted to talk about was short-term memory loss. And I see this a lot in some of my clients that have been working on a goal for a long time, Uh, especially if they were successful in the past and then they're working on the same goal again. So, you know, for instance, I had a lady come into my office and she had lost weight before. Um, And then COVID hit and she gained a lot of weight back as so many people have. And um, she wanted to start working on her diet again. So we were having a conversation and, you know, she weighed in and she was really frustrated um, because in her mind, she's like, it just came off so much easier last time. You know, my, my results were so much faster last time. Why is everything so much slower? this time around. And so I looked at her weight loss chart from before and I realized that her, her, um, progress was not slower than it was before. It was actually right on pace. She was losing about a pound per week. And so I think what happens is our minds and our brains, they like to remember the highlight reel. They like to remember, you know, the end result and they forget all the day-to-day challenges it took to get there. And so in her mind, she was not successful because she thought this was taking a lot longer than it did before, when in reality, it was taking the same amount of time. You know, her, her brain was trying to protect her ego and tell her that she was, you know, she wasn't doing good enough. And she could only remember the, the highlights from the last time where she got to her, her goal. So I need you to be careful. If your results feel slower than they do before, so what? So what if it was faster last time? So what if it was easier last time? I guarantee you it probably wasn't. 
I think you just have a skewed view of how your results went the previous time because we don't like to remember the hard stuff. We just remember the easy stuff. But let's just say it is slower or it is a little bit more challenging. So what? You're in a different place with different circumstances. You're at a different age, all right? Each time is going to be a little bit different and that's okay. What I need you to focus on is staying present. Staying present, not looking far into the future, not looking into the past, staying present with where you're at right now. For so many of us, we get distracted in our journeys. We're doing good. We're on pace for that pound a week. And then all of a sudden, somebody comes along and they're doing a diet and they lost five pounds the first week. Now, granted, they're doing something ridiculously restrictive and they're never going to be able to stick with it long term. But if we see somebody meeting their goals faster than we are, we tend to get distracted. And then we start looking at what they're doing and thinking, maybe I should change up my plan. Maybe I should start doing keto. Maybe I should start um, being vegan or whatever the other person is doing. We start to get distracted and think, well, maybe I should change my approach. Even though we're doing our thing, we're losing a pound per week, we're doing everything right. If we start to see other people meet their goals in a different way, we get distracted. And what it does is, I always say, when we start looking left or right, we slow down our own progress. So if your friend or your sister-in-law is doing something different and you stop what you're doing because you're looking at what the other person is doing, you're going to slow down your progress. It's better to just keep your head down and do your own journey, do your own work. Don't get distracted by what everybody else is doing. Here's the deal. When it comes to diets, there are a hundred different ways to lose weight. A hundred, over a hundred. How you lose weight and what works for you is very individualized. What works for your neighbor, what works for your sister-in-law, what works for your aunt, what works for your coworker, it may work for them, but it may not work for you. But if you're constantly pivoting and changing what you're doing, trying to find the next best thing, when it comes to success, consistency is the name of the game. I always tell my clients, before you start making any changes, make sure that you can see yourself doing this five years from now. Because if you can't see yourself doing it five years from now, why start something you have no intention of finishing? What gets you there keeps you there. So you have to like what you're doing. And if you're constantly changing your plan, you're going to constantly be frustrated with the lack of results because consistency is how you get long-term results. Okay? So if I can give you any piece of advice when it comes to short-term memory loss, it's stay present. Stay focused where you are at right now. Don't start looking at where you were in the past. Don't start looking too far ahead into the future. Stay present in the moment. Staying present is extremely difficult. 
but it is totally a gift that you can give to yourself. It's actually a gift you can give to others. Like I know if I'm talking to Jim and he's not paying attention because he's looking at something on the computer or he's watching TV, I get really frustrated because I just need him to be present and hear what I'm saying. So being present with another person is a gift to them, but being present with yourself is a gift too. It's a gift you give to yourself so that you can stay consistent with your goals. All right. So these two challenges, unrealistic expectations and short-term memory loss, there's something I see all the time with my clients. But now that we know better, we can do better and we can stay present with ourselves and we can also, um, we can celebrate the wins because we know ultimately that's what keeps us in the game and helps us see results long-term. Okay, so your recipe for the week is actually from the book, Nourish, Eat, Repeat, and it is a chicken farro and veggie skillet. So I love dishes where everything goes in one pot and you can minimize how many dishes you have to do. And this is definitely one that um, doesn't disappoint flavor-wise, but it's also a great blend of carbs, proteins, healthy fats, um, and it's one that my kids really enjoy. So anytime you can find a recipe that the whole family likes, you have a winner. So for this recipe, you're going to need one cup of farro. If you're not familiar with farro, you could also use rice. I always say farro is a cross between a rice and an orzo. So um, it's a little gummier than, it's gummier like a pasta, but it's a short grain like rice. And it is delicious. A lot of fiber um, and a lot of great B vitamins. Very healthy. So you need one cup of farro. You need some chicken broth. One pound of chicken tenders cut into bite-sized pieces. Two large carrots, cut it into one-inch pieces. Two cups of green beans, cut into one-inch pieces. One cup of asparagus, cut into one-inch pieces. And six scallions, thinly sliced. So you can see here, we're going to cut everything into one-inch pieces because that way it will all cook evenly and at the same time. And then for the sauce, you're going to need a quarter cup of extra virgin olive oil two tablespoons of dried marjoram, a half a teaspoon of salt, a quarter cup of white wine vinegar, two large shallots diced, and two teaspoons of Dijon mustard. All right, so for this recipe, in a medium saucepan, you're gonna cook your farro in water or the chicken broth, according to the package directions. Um, and then you're gonna basically drain and let cool, and you're gonna set that aside. And then using a nonstick skillet over medium-high heat, you're going to cook your chicken about 8 to 10 minutes or until cooked through. In a pot of boiling water, I want you to add the carrots and boil for 9 minutes. And when there is 5 minutes remaining, I want you to add the green beans and the asparagus and boil until crisp tender. Drain the vegetables in a colander and rinse under cold water to cool. You rinse it under cold water to stop the cooking process so they don't continue to get soft. 
And then in a large bowl, you're going to combine the farro, the chicken, and the vegetables. And you're going to add the sliced scallions on top. And then finally, in a small bowl, you're going to whisk together the oil, marjoram, salt, vinegar, shallots, and mustard. And pour the dressing over the chicken farro vegetables. Um, and then you can season to taste with salt and pepper if desired. But guys, this is a really yummy dish. Very healthy. And again, a, a family favorite of ours. So, all right, that's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for joining us and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and share with others so we can reach and help more people. For more information about nutrition, how to work with a dietitian, or about any of our programs, visit our website at bodymetricspa.com. Or you can find us on socials. We're on Instagram at Bodymetrics Health or on Facebook at Bodymetrics Health and Wellness Services. The book, Nourish, Eat, Repeat, is available on our website and Amazon in both paperback and ebook versions. Once again, I'm Adrienne Delgado, and I'll see you next week.